Hello, hello, hello. Hello. So this is our second attempt at this. If you have seen our first episode, we're very sorry it went wrong. Uh... <laughs> it shall be deleted. It had all lot of off cuts, so... It did. I'm very angry as well because our first one was so good. So now we're having to literally just re-remember what we were saying. But um, yeah, so hello. Uh, this podcast is called Smart Mouths. Uh, we don't know how many episodes it will be and we chose the name Smart Mouths because, well, Amber, would you like to explain? I think you explain better than me. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just ironic. Um, yeah. Quite a... F you because um I think from a young age like women are told oh that they have a smart mouth for simply saying what they think and I yeah I just think it's quite entertaining to be fair especially with this being in conjunction with the if you'd like to give us a cheeky follow on our social um with our non-profit well women's non-profit organization um we do loads of other stuff but at its heart I think we do like to educate on certain issues so yeah absolutely um, amazing I couldn't have put it better myself to be honest <laughs> <laughs> you flatter me <laughs> um so I don't so to put in context we decided to do a podcast because we've done a tiktok we've got an instagram page we're working on a facebook we were like hey we've got ideas let's just make a podcast um we're not sure how it's going probably pretty bad Uh, (laughs) it took us 48 hours to work out how the hell you do this I mean I do think we should make a TikTok with like edited all of the off trims that we've done (laughs) it's like I remember one was like where's my will to live and I didn't realize it was recorded (laughs) so it's pretty funny that was yesterday honestly we're having so much fun with this although I'm very stressed out about the first episode so Uh because it's a bunch of I think swear words (laughs) Well, so what? what's today's rant then? What's today's Smart Mouse rant? So today our Smart Mouse rant is talking about specific, well, in in general, it's going to be talking about sexualization of women in the patriarchal and misogynistic and just institutionalised sexualization in society. And we're going to be talking about one specific article, which I saw yesterday was outraged by had to calm myself down I shared it to Amber she was out of the as well and it's basically an article that was written by the Sun, talking about parents outrage because children girls as young as four years old yeah that's four years old are being told to wear modesty shorts if you don't want to know what modesty shorts are go look them up it's pretty you know it, it's it's basically a pair of plain back plain black shorts that look a bit like boxes that a girl puts over her you know pants or knickers or whatever you wear to stop her pants from showing as she has cartwheels and the reason why this school in particular the some we're talking about um were asking girls as young as four years old to cover up was so that when they did cartwheels the public didn't see their undergarments wait what their modesty and for me i'm sat there going well there's a problem with that because why in the hell are children as young as four years old being able to be seen by the public? Surely that's safeguarding issue number one. And second of all, I think we all are very much aware, especially, you know, women these days, that it's just another way of society going, slip it under the carpet that there's perverts and paedophiles lurking around. We won't do anything about them, even if they're suspected. Let's just tell the girls to put on a pair of modesty shorts. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh when, yeah. Don't, don't don't keep nonsense from walking across the school playground but yeah 
pull attention to it. It's like um, last week, there was that whole thing in America. I don't know, I was watched it on a, <laughs> the H3 podcast, where it's like the f- the actual um, photos, you know, yearly photos, annual photos, <laughs> they photoshopped the chests of all their, most of their, well, I think it was like 83 or 43, something like um, with like teens, their chests, and it weren't even good Photoshop, man. They're just like plonk a square from their like horizontally striped <laughs> shirt and put the stripes vertically across their chest to cover yeah. up. And it's like, you not only just ruined that, that child's or girl's, perfect yearly photo for the yearbook but also you just reinforce the fact that you know we will be sexualized no matter what context it's like especially a younger context it seems to me as well and this is very much i think you know you said earlier it's very much a western issue you know and Mm. it, it annoys me because it's becoming so more prevalent where schools are trying to do their utmost best to protect girls and I'm rolling my eyes here because they're not protecting girls they're just further sexualizing them and it Mm. frustrates me as well because it's being transmitted into society and it was to be quite honest with you it was already there in society you know Amber we were discussing um only just recently that you know there's an underpath where you live that a girl rapes under before you know you were born yeah but and it's become a generational thing to just not walk around that area especially at night to the point where um a lot of the older generation that was around when it happened I've had actually people shout at me while I walk out their houses because I am at the point where I even made a rant on Facebook when Sarah Everard happened because I was quite affected by it and was like, you know what, if I want to act like a man, I'll act like a man. And then I reverted back like a week later saying, look, I don't even have to act like a man because I can just walk if I want to walk. You know, it's like such a simple thing. I mean, historically, working class women and midwives and stuff would just walk the streets and that would just be seen as their occupation yeah. also yeah. very dangerous in general because yeah, you know, women's never that. been safe in the streets but it's the point where it's like well if you walk out that door now that's on you yeah, you know? yeah. that's on you and you will and that will happen and it's even to the point where so like for example right I had the other day this person turn around to me and be like when I said oh yeah no I'm walking home them being like oh I don't want you to get raped and it's like dude girl they literally so many things could happen to me while I walk home my phone could die I could get hungry and all the takeaways are shut I could miss the last bus I could get mugged I could fall and knock myself out give myself a concussion but oh no what's the first thing what's the first thing they say that they're automatically thinking oh yeah you're gonna get raped and that's on you because you're the one walking at night. Yes, and it's even become where, you know, first of all, with the underpass issue, I'm sat here going, I, I mean, it, how would they not put a CCTV camera down there? I mean, it's, it's, I do feel bad for those people that I've had arguments with because that is trauma based, you know, generational oh, trauma absolutely. because of that incident. But it is like, even the way we talk about women when it comes to, our scenarios with sexual assault with um anything relating to violence against us it always seems to be reframed rhetorically around ourselves you know like oh a girl got raped not rapists 
attacks victim you know oh it's not you know it's not a woman a sex worker got well a man murdered woman it's like oh a sex worker um, got killed you know oh well now I'm just or I think one of the best ones I've seen or or, you know going back to the shorts the one thing that really annoys me is in the papers when they say oh I mean I bet you can guess but in the papers when they go Oh, teacher sleeps with underage woman. Underage woman? If they're underage, they're not a woman. And it's not, it's not, it's not like, yo, I'd be better if it says teacher nonces on child. But no, it's not even that. It's sleeps with or has sex with. And it's like... It's not rape, it's sleeps with. Well, I'm sorry, but if the child's underage, then it's... It's 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 rape, you know. And it's we're, not sex with. And honestly, we're not even. This is like a prevalent with like women, and it is a woman's issue. But it is also affected with men as well, like especially in terms of um, how we frame, even how we frame our language around non-consensual stuff in relationships. It's so normalized because of how we talk about it, the rhetoric we use when we talk about it. That most of the time, we don't even realize that it's dodgy we don't even realize that oh crap that's happened you know and that yeah. goes with men as well with uh with let's say women kissing them or slapping their ass and then other men being like oh you should be happy about it yeah so that does go the other way as well but it's it's just a whole thing you know yeah absolutely and to, to go back as well to kind of the sexualization of society because not only is it in our words but it's the point where it's always in schools you know you've got the modesty shorts but you've also got uniform codes and I don't know what you think about uniform codes Amber but for me I absolutely hate them because you know I remember in my high school we were told you know you can't wear skinny jeans and the skinny jeans at the time were or skinny trousers the skinny trousers at the time were called like Miss Sassies and everyone wanted a pair yeah first of all the name Miss Sassies like oh really come on um but second of all they were banned because because they were too tight fitting and you can't have your skirt a certain length mm-hmm. and your trousers can't look too tight but guys can walk around with literal trousers and half their boxes hanging out oh my god don't even get me started is that okay it's almost a double standard and at my school it's like don't wear a really colored bra because it can distract people i'm like well teach boys that women are not sexual objects to stare at and slap their asses and all of that's fun stuff and the uniform for me is so annoying because it seems like such a simple thing. It seems like a disciplinary thing, but no, it's sexualizing women again. It's also teaching boys, young, impressionable men, and also girls as well, that it's okay to, you know, target somebody who's mm. not dressed appropriately, who's got yeah. their up a bit high, wearing a crop top, showing off their bra. That that's okay because they're clearly wanting it and they're a slag and I'm like, well, that's oh cool. yeah, and they're not they're not doing it because you know they're not doing it because um they feel violent towards them or because you know they want to do non consensual stuff to the, consensual stuff to them. Oh no, they're doing it because look at how she's dressed; it's just a prank. Look at how she's dressed; it's just funny. We're just being entertaining because yeah. that's who she is. She'll she'll get over it. You know, she'll she doesn't mind. You know, if a girl is dressed in a crop top and a skirt, she's not going to the Playboy Mansion. Don't try anything like, come <sighs> on, really? You know, it's it, it frustrates me because I talk to my friends and they're like, yeah, I got honked the other day and, and they were yeah. wearing jeans. 
or you know you you get comments from random men along the street even random women sometimes along the street or you know people will frown at you for the clothes you're wearing i'm i i have one example the other day where i didn't know whether to be flattered or offended because for me i still like wearing crop tops and just leggings oh, yeah. that's me all over and the the woman who we stopped and spoke to was my mum's friend and she goes oh so you must have just finished year 11 like my son then so you're 16 and i'm like no and she's like oh you look very young and i'm like well excuse me for being 20 years old and dressing in my garfield jumper because i want to you know and I, I part of me was like yes i look young but the part of me was like hold up a minute did she just backhand comment me like <laughs> compliment me like yeah, yeah i mean <laughs> i started wearing crop tops a lot later on in life because i um been quite uh overweight for the majority of my childhood and crop tops was really a way so I started wearing them once everyone else had got out of them and started, you know, to not wear crop tops because I didn't start wearing them until I was like 16 because that was when I started to actually work on my body image, think, oh, like, you know, whatever, I'm, I need to get comfortable in my body before I can make a positive change because I was unhealthy. But in my mind, I had to accept the body how it was now in order to improve and crop tops did help me do that. And and they're so they're so freeing for so many people and I think you know you know whatever size you are plus size skinny medium average whatever size you are it doesn't matter wear one and be proud of it and for me I'm the same with you Amber it wasn't you know my my weight so much or my size so much it was my it was my boobs it was my breasts you know that I I felt they were too large to be in a crop top I've been always told by various family members that they were too big um Mm. for a crop top and it really affects my confidence and one day I was just kind of sat there going you know what sod it you know, yeah, I want yeah. to wear this, I will. And it's that gradual, you know, building of confidence. But it's also breaking out of that sexualization of being told yeah. that your boobs are too big. That's all anyone's going to focus on. And at this point... Oh, you're, you're showing someone, so much skin. Yes. And when someone I, tells me, you know, oh, don't wear those leggings. I can see your pants from, like, well, let them stare then. You know, it's not my problem <laughs> if they want to look at my ass. They shouldn't be doing it. It's wrong. And, but, you know, at the end of the mm. day, that's their problem. It's not mine. I think by sexualization of society. I think also, like, even though we're talking about women, like, we need to also, like, remind ourselves that it is intersectional. Like, the idea of the school uniform and the clothing, uh, the over-sexualizing of women and class, I've seen is very, well, my own personal experience has been very prevalent. So as you say, you said about, like, the sassy trousers. Yeah. Well, at my school, we had this thing. I don't know if it's <laughs> Asian as well, because I know I am a couple of years younger, but we and our trend was cuffing our trousers, right? Mm. All of the all of the boys and girls, all of them, everyone was doing it at the time, cuffing all the trousers, school trousers. But with the boys, you'd call them out, and all the teachers would be like, they're boys, they grow so fast. You know, they, they, ha- they have to do it because you know that's so short because they can't get trousers every now and then. but when it was a girl even if because the thing is is that like I grew up in like a area where you wouldn't be able to get new uniform whenever you can I mean there was yeah. one look I've been very lucky in terms of my parents providing for me but at the same time there was one time where I couldn't afford to buy new skirts and I kept getting dress coded because of my skirt and it was like I've just had a growing skirt at the wrong time of the bloody year <laughs> like um so and it's crazy the double standard of these girls were also outgrowing their trousers but they were getting dress coded because oh you're doing the trend because you're girls you're doing the trend and cuffing your trousers 
boys were doing it. Oh no, they're outgrowing. They're outgrowing the the trousers. You know, boys. You know, parents can't afford to keep buying their boys new trousers. And it's the same with the crop tops. I mean, at, at our age, it's now kind of a bit like, oh, you're wearing crop tops still. Like, oh, that obviously says a lot about you. But at the same time, it's kind of like, what's the most, especially like when I was like younger, like in my era, what was the most accessible clothing? Like, what was the most accessible clothing to us? And it was crop tops. It was tracky bottoms. It was, you know, it was those things that were cheap but would last because of the cotton. And it's even funnier. <laughs> it's even funnier how I've grown up and now, you know, tracky bottoms, sportswear and stuff has been gentrified to the point where it's now designer streetwear as well, which just annoys me on another level. Like, not that main mainstream, you know, making like that sort of culture, estate culture, like mainstream isn't a good thing, but gentrifying it to the point where now, it's not accessible and the yeah, fact that yeah. we got judged so much even as women wearing all these stuff exactly when it was the most accessible thing to us the, you know the thing that annoys me as well that is that you know with these different you know i i'm i'm a big fan of kind of like wearing sports clothes at the moment it's kind of something i got into during Ooh, lockdown yeah. And, um, you know, I, I think you've seen Amber, I'll wear like an Adidas crop top or something like that. Yeah. You know, that I, that I've, I've found quite cheaply. And I've been, the number of times I've been stared at, or I think someone once called me a, a road girl or a road man. And I'm like, no, it's just what I like wearing. You know, it annoys me so much that there's so many different standards. Yet if a guy was to wear that, they'd be in great fashion. If a girl's to wear that, she's lazy or a scandal she's looking for it. And it annoys me so much. Honestly, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I, was, I, I, I see how I'm stuttering now. This is how strongly I feel about it. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. I mean, the double standard to everything. And the thing is, is that what people, even people that um, unconsciously uphold the patriarchy because they think it doesn't concern them or they think, oh, you know, those guys that are like, oh, there's no space for men anymore. There's, you know, men are vulnerable now and it's all that. But the same thing is, is that they don't realise is that the rhetoric we use around women and the patriarchal standards, yeah. because of because of how women have been treated, men have now also been treated badly or have some standards where, you know, they've been told just to deal with it, just especially with like the non-consensual stuff with women. It's like, they don't realise that, because of their attitudes and stuff to women, it also negatively affects them. But yeah. oh, but no, but they don't see it like that. It isn't isn't the it isn't like how they treat women to why they're being treated like that. Like they don't see it like patriarchal like that. It's all of a sudden like no, we get treated as badly as you. Yeah. And it's like, and I'm not again. I'm not trying to like victimize victimizers or anything because I'm just saying attitude wise, you know absolutely like notice these patterns notice them yeah and i think on this podcast you know, that's what we're asking people to notice these these patterns more and you know for any parents out there listening don't put up with the, you know the sexualization of your children do question it know, yeah question everything that's being told to you if you're you know your child no matter what their age is asking you they're being told to roll down the skirt or if they've got more ticks on their report card than say their brother for example question that and say why 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 is that the case you know 
uh, it's it, it's frustrating because it's almost like saying, you know, if your child's got their skirt rolled up too high, then why is that a problem? You know, if they accidentally flash their pants as a child, you know, doing gymnastics, why is that a problem? It makes you think, can I actually trust the teachers at my child's school? You know? <laughs> not to make anyone people? paranoid here. No, like, we're not, <laughs> we're not trying to start riots or protests no, or anything. But... No, not, but these are the questions people have to start asking. They do. The institutionalised sexism and sexualization of women in particular, but everyone in general needs to stop. And that's the questions that people need to be asking. Just question. Just question it. Absolutely, and by no means get your child kicked out of school. Please do not do that. Because good luck to you finding a school that does not sexualise children, maybe unwittingly, unwillingly. They might not realise. It's the same with mental health, but that's a completely different story. It's the yeah, same with consent issues, but that's a completely different story. Yeah. But, I mean, all these issues and stuff we can spend hours on, exactly. all individually. But um, we're wanting to keep this podcast relatively short, and our next one will hopefully be, you know, more on women and sexualization yeah. and consent. That is something we both feel very strongly about. Yes. So ready for a rant then. <laughs> and we will be answering any messages that yeah. you have or comments on what this podcast is like, because this is our first podcast. So apologies if we are ranting too much <laughs> or if we're kind of infor- uninformed in some of these aspects. As I say, it's all about the conversation with Smart Mouths. And if you want to be a bit sassy back, get some banter going then that's all good as well that's all about gonna post something completely disrespectful we will reply but it will probably be start with an f and end with a u so (laughs) there we go (laughs) um please be considerate of us and of you know the topics we're talking about please think about them before you speak but if you have any questions you have any arguments you want to put to us please do we'll address them we'll anonymize you we won't judge at all unless of course it's something completely out there and rude then yeah we'll completely name and shame you 110 percent um so yeah thank you so much for listening this is our first smart mouse podcast i hope this one loads properly because if not amber and i will be doing this for the 40th time (laughs) (laughs) and remember to check out our socials we'll probably be putting up a tiktok of all the failed clippings um yeah and um see what else we've been doing with our fundraisers and everything absolutely thank you guys so much for listening check out our socials as amber just said and yeah be happy stay safe and remember use your smart mouth bye everybody see you later